Shout out clap. to Nip. Shout out to Nip. So you guys live no, right we're now. Clap. We're not on video. Yeah, you only <laughs> do that when you're on, on camera. Video. Okay. Yeah. All right, oh, are we good? We're good. We're rolling. We are rolling, baby. Episode 60. Episode 60. It's a long time All right, so I said this already. I'm not in control of my own actions today. I am in control. He's in control. I'm listening. We're two grown men. Right. He's in control himself. Who isn't? He so-called gave me the keys, but I'm not driving that car. I gave really the keys for the show today. Um, see what happened was for good reason. I keep on continuing to tell him he likes being on the stake. He likes being nailed to the cross and uh I'm not going down with him. I'm going by my conviction. I'm going to defend him as much as I can. I've been shot enough. <laughs> as much as I can. I've been shot enough for his actions. <laughs> so, you know, I just told him, hey, you know, and then we've been pre funking. We watched the game, had to get together at his house and stuff. And um, he's already young one. Look at that control. So, Look at that control. He's already young. You were born one. for this. I, I was. But yeah, you're born for what you're doing. Look at you that. like that shit. See? So, um, yeah, we're definitely going to talk about a lot of different things. We got a lot of different topics Look at the today. You guys, are out. you guys are out here. I'm proud of my nigga right now. Look you guys at this. are out so here. What? <laughs> Look at the All right, let me say this. What have All I right. done? Let's say this. Uh, welcome back, everybody. This is episode 60, Big Six Zero. Six rest in peace, Nip. Rest in peace, Nip. Uh, <laughs> uh, episode 60 of The Reese Show. Yeah. Welcome back, everybody. We appreciate everybody rocking with us. Uh, we've had a... Great past couple of weeks. Thank you, everybody, for chiming in, weighing in on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, yeah. all the everything. Um, all my big, beautiful women out there. <laughs> hey, come on, man, the big finds. Yeah. And she came back past the job. If you listen to last week's episode, she came back, and we had some fun. <laughs> she said, I'm watching my weight. I said, I'm watching you. <laughs> oh, my God. You're so <laughs> dumb. About, hey, man, be a blessing. Okay? <laughs> there Don't it is. Curse. The biggest blessing is to be a blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I do want to say... Um, it's been about a year and a half of us rocking with the podcast. It's gone through a lot of different changes, um, a lot of ups. I don't really think we've had any downs except in our personal lives because bitches love to shoot. Pew, pew. Um, shoot blind, though. Oh, come on. Blindfolded man. and just pull out the Mac 11 with an extended clip. Hitting innocent bystanders and kids and all that shit. <laughs> Keep going over. Keep going. Yeah, my kid got astray. So, <laughs> come know. on. Yeah, man. But um, we have my beautiful cousin Ashley here today. Hello, shout hello out. everybody. Ms. How are Illustrious. you doing? I'm doing better. I want to give a shout out to my cousin, Teray. RIP, rest in peace. I will miss you so much. Much um, love. Trying to get through that, but other than that, I'm blessed and I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. So it was all of us. So let me. I'm going to recap. I'm going to ask you guys how your weeks have been. We're going to do that. I don't think we usually do that. We don't normally recap how weeks have been. So Ash and I were at the funeral for um, our cousin Toure yesterday. Again, rest in peace, brother man. Uh, we miss you daily. Um, it was pretty heavy yesterday at the funeral. Um, I couldn't do anything but sleep all day after crying for so long. It was my first time being a pallbearer. Um, I called really early to ask him if he'd ever had that experience. Um, I never did, but multiple times carrying the casket of someone you love and you consider, you know, a brother, a family member is a really heavy experience. Um, so if you've never had that experience, you know, just kind of pray that, you know, you get the strength to carry you through it. Um, besides the funeral, uh, and the repast was just hilarious. Um, I had a really eye opening week, man. Um, I told you guys last week on the pod I was going to quit my job, and I didn't get the job that I applied for. Okay. Uh, manager told me I didn't get it, but then before I said anything to my coworkers or anything, my manager came to me and she was like, "Hey, you know, I want to make sure that you have everything at this job to make sure that you're successful." And I kind of took it as a sign that the universe is speaking to me. You know, like Absolutely. don't move so fast. Don't move so fast. Yeah. You are where you need to be. Okay. You know, um, that's dope. The universe got me covered. You know, you're going to be here for the foreseeable future, and you're going to be successful here. That's okay. good. So that's that was just up. me, you know, listening to those signs. I'm not about to be applying that bunch of different places. You guys know I quit a job. There was a hashtag on Twitter called Reese Quits. Oh, my gosh. I've had more jobs than anybody I know. 
Um, good jobs though. Yeah. yeah, I get great jobs left and right. So, um, but I'm I'm gonna stay planted in what I'm doing. Good. Uh, I think the universe is placing me to do something amazing. I'm not sure what it is, but I'm listening to it. Okay. Um, I've had less days crying uh, and more days rejoicing. You know, that's what's that's, that's healthy. I didn't that's think I was gonna healthy. make it out of 2019, and I almost Ooh, didn't. Heavenly well, Father. Hell, well, 2018 was a bitch, and 2019 was her sister. So um, I feel you on that. I, I went through a lot in the past couple of years, and so um, yeah, 2020 started off hell. January is like a whole year. Mm. January, it's the longest mm. January I've ever experienced in my mm. life. That shit just Bruh. just ended today. Like no man, it's the what second? Yep. It's yeah. the second. Yeah, yeah. It, it, so we had some pretty traumatic experiences. Um, all of January 2020. Uh, I'm just glad that we're all still here and able to talk about Amen. our lives, you know, give our testimonies. You know, they say your testimony is not for you, it's for someone else to learn from. Absolutely. Hello. You know, um, so, yeah, man, my week was, you know, whatever. And I'm not going to get into the super specifics because you guys will call me a heathen, but. You're a he- you are a heathen. Sometimes. Just speak yeah. it. Just own it. A harlot. A I wasn't that, though. I haven't been that. All right. Okay. I don't know what the last time I had sex is. It's actually pretty wild. Oh, all I right. don't, you know. I've I've been pretty dry. All right, <laughs> okay. And I and just, I mean, the pod is you know people who listen to us are family, right? I treat the pod yeah. listeners as family, of right? Of course. I've had a couple of different experiences, man, where I've like been in the moment and like been kind of present, but I really haven't been present. Yeah. You know what I mean? To where like I'm not even like limp dick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically. It would, it would work. Floppy? Yeah, floppy did. That's my floppy favorite disc. episode, I swear. When I'm having a bad day, <laughs> I no, go back listen, to I that, that episode. I got to episode to this day, like, bro. bro I be crying. Yeah, man, I um, I just, I haven't been in it, man. I just haven't had that, like, emotional link. I don't know what happened to me. I think I turned 30 and turned... Oh, Here now you're boring. 30 is really the number for you that you despise, and I don't get it. I'm not sure why you're harping on. Well, my 32nd birthday was popping. What's the problem? Y'all was there. It was active. You weren't there, Can you please not harp on that? Oh, the fact that she was. You were you at in Vegas? Yeah. Yeah, living her best life. Yeah, you was out there. Having fun. Being a harlot. But I was sad, though, because y'all was having fun. The party was. I was with my aunties and them. It was fun, but it's like, come on, auntie. Yeah, no, it was popping, though. Oh, you talking about that? Mm. Yeah, it was shimmy. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, I mean that was my week, man. The universe spoke to me. I listened. Um, I've been pretty sober except for today because my nigga Frank Clark got him a ring finally. Oh yeah, shout my out Frank boy, Clark, my brother, my Damu. Hey man, my great man. job, man. Blessings, you know, coming from the Hawks, going there and getting your ring, man. You deserve. I know it. you got a hundred M's. Yeah, and he got a ring. Anybody have a baby all in the same year? That's, that's pretty same. amazing. So blessing, yeah, so blessings on that man year, right yeah. there. We will be in L.A. popping big bank, Frank. Yeah, man. How was your week? Ashley, how was your week? Um, my week was not <laughs> good. With the chivalry. Who? What? <laughs> no, um, go ahead. Um, <laughs> Reese is a motherfucking POS. Okay. Uh, my week was uh, really draining. Like I told you, uh, my cousin passed away. That was like my was my first cousin, like a brother yeah. to me. So I was very involved with the planning and very involved with everything that was happening. Family going through it. You know, I'm always the soundboard for everybody. On you. Yeah. Can I say this real fast? What's to popping? see you up speaking at the funeral, to see you speak with such conviction. You gave me strength to come up and speak because I wasn't going to at first until my I auntie, saw you speak. Auntie Felicia looked at me. I looked at her. Let me just go up there, Uncle man. Uncle Stacy stared at me. I Bruh. said, all right, but I will. I got you. You feel me? I'll do it. Um, but with all that being said, I'm just, I'm happy that my cousin's finally being laid to rest and like we now we can live after and mourn. Um, yeah. It's just, a, it's really draining. This year has been rough. December and January was really, really tough. Um, but I'm grateful that I was able to have him in my life and to be my cousin, be my brother, so... Want him to rest, and now we can live. But I'm looking forward to happier days and um, just not crying. So I'm just, um, yeah. But this week was rough, mm-hmm. so I'm just looking forward to a better week. Okay. Um. Yeah. 
Got you. Mm-hmm. See, you was all done up. You guys left me last night, by the way. So the thing about it is, you were asleep. So I don't. I don't, don't don't make some. You didn't know I was asleep. So, but you didn't hit me back. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I said wherever. I said wherever you guys are going, I'm going too. I'll Uber to where you're at. Okay, and then after that, I had a couple of. Why shots. would I text you after I said that? Ooh, testy. Ooh. Testy. He's been testy. Nah, nah, but you but you said you were gonna go to Baltic. Women accountable is not being testy. So don't don't start that shit with me. Tell me holding me accountable. You always want to do that and put me on blast like what I say is wrong. I if you, you went to sleep, my nigga, then who's you didn't who's know really I was asleep. But why are you even mad that you, you were asleep? Never text me told you were asleep. Okay, Let's you know you guys week. are related. You um, said you're gonna hit a couple bars. I did. Reason blaming said, everybody wherever, for him being asleep. I so. said wherever you guys are at, I'll come to wherever you're at. Right. And you I, never text me. Did I not respond? No, you didn't. And you know what? That's something really funny. No, you didn't. Can I talk? Go ahead. Something really funny. I looked at my phone this morning, right, and people's text threads were like gone from my phone. And yours was one of them. That has nothing to do with 10 o'clock last can night. I, can I speak? So when you're intoxicated, right, and when you're drunk, and you're trying to text somebody back, you're like, damn, I can't find a text thread. I'm going to okay. just fuck it. Okay. No so worries. you're not going to be mad at me because you didn't I'm go out last night, and you didn't miss shit. I'm not mad at you. So it was cold. Stacy leaves when? Tomorrow? He leaves tomorrow at okay. like 6. Okay. Have you talked to him? I text him. He didn't hit me back. Don't, don't even get... Is he like that? Yeah. He's very uh, secluded. Okay. Yeah. He and his wife. Yeah. So our cousin, so just to give you guys background, because I heard that we don't provide context. So our cousin Stacy, um, his wife is from Spain, right? Is that where they met? They met in Spain. They had mutual friends. They met in Spain. No. I talked to him on that trip. I think they met there. I don't even know. I just know that when we went out for Chantel's 21st birthday, he was dancing with this girl the whole night. I'm like, who hey. is this bride? <laughs> but ever since then, like they, you know, and oh, they got married. So he went. He went on an international trip. You think he like studied abroad or something like that? He had friends um, in Spain. And so uh, they went to Spain. They met there. I think they had mutual friends, and that's mm-hmm. how they ended up linking up. Right. They've been inseparable since, and they've been right. down to San Diego since then. Living uh, their best life. So I yeah. met her. Mm-hmm. That wasn't your first time meeting her, obviously. Mm-hmm. It was my first time meeting her at the funeral yesterday. Yeah. And it was tight. And like you said, I couldn't really understand what she was saying because she has a super thick accent. Super thick. She's tight, though. Love her. She's part of our family. Listen, She's cool. Listen, love her. Um, but these niggas left me last night, and they went and kicked it and popped it and did their thing. All right, man. It's not about Reese all the time. So um, my week was, <laughs> it was cool. It was actually a good time. Thank really you. Got the keys. <laughs> Thank you. It was. It was. A, it was um, Appreciate. I had that. a good a good week. Besides this, um, the end of January is really hard because the twenty seventh, my little brother passed away, mm-hmm. and then the twenty eighth, my best friend died after high school. It's his birthday. Yeah. The, after senior year, and then um, Leah Labelle, who's like a sister to me, died the 31st. night of the thirty first. Yeah. So it's like. A morning week for me, and yeah. it's kind of hard to get through. So I did the best what I could, and I ended up hosting at Baltic this Saturday, which was fun. Had an amazing night. Me and my brother hosted for my uh, cousin Jacoby, um, and we had a great time at Baltic Saturday. So it kind of rounded out the week and good. brought my spirits up. So my week was pretty good. Besides, you know, going through the usual emotions of missing people and mm-hmm. you know reaching out to people and and just trying to figure out how to keep going and what they would want me to do. Right. So um, my week was actually it was up and down, but it was it was more better than worse. So good. I'm happy for that. And uh, like I said, we ended out at Baltic, and um, now we're here doing the podcast. So it's all up and up. And the 49ers fucking lost. Woo! Fuck you guys. Uh, Man, shit. Yeah, fuck that. I'm sad for my guy Sherman. Yeah, that's the only thing. Yeah, Sherman got his money. He did his thing. He went back to the bowl. I ain't mad at him, nigga, but I'm a Seahawk. All right? I was born here at University of Washington Hospital. Okay? I came home in a Seahawk fucking blanket. All right? You fucking right. I'm a Seahawk. Here we go. 
Well, man, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm sad for my guy Sherm. I'm happy for Frank. Again, the, the family wins. Big bang Frank. So it doesn't really matter. Um, and we are here to pod. I told really he has the keys today. If I get to a point, I've been drinking this tequila, this Hemidor all day. Um, so yeah. And then I know O's gonna check us at some point in time. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did want to ask you guys a question. What up? I thought about this earlier this week because my Valentine flaked on me, and mm. so. But I did want to ask you guys: um, Is there the one that got away? Is does anybody have the one that got away? Yeah, I think you have a couple. Yeah, that it happens in life, especially when you're growing. Okay, especially for men. You yeah, know, we think with our dicks when we're younger, and then you're older, you get a little hard and a little brain. You're like, damn, she was actually good, or she was actually solid, and probably what I needed. So yeah, we. I mean, as far as I go, I got probably two that I feel like were real good women mm-hmm. that I didn't take time with. Yeah, do you want to describe? Definitely got away. Talk about it. Um, yeah, it's not a problem with me. One's from high school, and another's from later on in life, and I've known them both all my life, and uh-huh. we were together at separate times, but I just know they were great women, and they're still great women to this day, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I just was, you know, young, moving fast, and having my way, and enjoying myself, because I was, you know, thought I was the man, and I wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Because that's not what men do. So, I made, I made hella mistakes. Would you reach out to her now? Do you still talk? Um, I reach out. One hates me, and I don't blame her, so... <laughs> It's like she has to grow herself because she ain't let shit go, so she still has issues. But I did mess up. Um, the other one, we're cool. You know, we chop it up and shit, and it probably ain't no future in it, but it's good to be able to be a friend with her and talk to her and stuff. And her boyfriend's crap, and I always tell her that, but... <laughs> you nigga sucks. Like, oh, he sucks. <laughs> he nigga he sucks. sucks. He always looks like he just lost his puppy every time I see him. <laughs> Damn, For real, He looks sadder to my scene. I'm like, how you looking like that, nigga? You got her. Nigga, like, chin up. You, got, you won. Yeah, you, you won, won, damn. You fucking... Yeah, fucking, yeah so... Um, I yeah. hate niggas like that. You, ever, you feel won. like that, Ashley? You got- I know for sure that I was the one that got away for a couple of dudes. Okay. Hold, hold on, I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry. The, the question? Like, what was yeah. the question? I don't care. No, I'm going to say how I need to say it. Sit back. Above. She's above the bullshit. <laughs> okay. Now. All right. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, I, I know I was I the, know that I was the one that got away. Yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. I know I was the one that got away. And yeah. the real one got and you now, huh? Hello. Hello. Come on. Shout out <laughs> my nigga. Shout out my nigga. I was, yeah, I but, with him. I like but, him. But um, I had a couple of I me. Mean, a couple of them still hit me up like, oh, I, I know I messed up. That, nigga, that was like five years How ago. Come women don't ever be. Nope, nope. But, but if I'm getting cheated on and I'm being mistreated and I leave your punk ass and then you want to come back to me, oh, I'm sorry. No, nigga, you was the one that got and you. Nigga, you sorry. You didn't deserve me. So I left. I I wasn't with a lot of dudes. I only had like five relationships. I swear. And most of them were like. I didn't say anything. Daryl, then your shut face. up. Let me talk. I didn't say anything. Yeah, shut your eyes and your, and your nose and your I'm not mouth talking about your, your type right now, are we? I didn't say. You can tell me my type. Yeah, yeah, he ain't got no type. Yes, he does. I don't have a type. Oh, mentally he does. No, no. no. We're talking about physically. No. Physically? She gets no. how many. You, yeah. like, you like big girls. <laughs> 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 you like you like early police. Fuck. No, that's not where we're going with this. Oh, okay. Keep going. No. Nah, yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> that went hella left. <laughs> I thought, nah. hold up. Damn. Uh, what? That's the, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if Reese kills me, you guys know why. <laughs> if I come missing, you guys know who that I was with. Disappear tonight. You know who I was That's with. That's crazy. Hey, no way. Okay, so you go ahead with no, what you were saying. I already said what I said. That she nigga said, said, unabashed. You're like, fat bitches. That's cool. No, I'm not. I wasn't, you know, talking too much shit. You like big? No, can I just? So the <laughs> the, 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 see the women face. that Daryl seems to be so attracted to are toxic. 
Got to. <laughs> God yeah. damn. Yeah, he, he likes he likes <laughs> mental however, cases. However, she wait, sleeps. I, in like, a, I like fat retarded bitches. She sleep. <laughs> they sleep in a straight jacket. <laughs> he likes red bones with curly hair. Okay, I can see that. Can you see that? I can see that. No, but like, oh, I can see he'd be that. like, oh, fam, what about her? Damn, she looked just like, oh, okay. Yeah, we had an argument before where a girl said he doesn't like girls that are dark skin or black. What was that an argument? Who? It was dark skin. It was dark skin, yeah. So. I'm going to end it tonight, you guys. <laughs> this cyanide in this cup. Don't worry about it. Okay, so let's go back to the topic. There won't be an episode 61. You guys worry about <laughs> yes, it. Yes, there will be. It'll be, it'll be a really show from now on. <laughs> Drink this cup of poison. It's over for me. Yeah, no, nah, don't worry about it. It's red so red bones with curly hair, and I, I can see that. But they're gonna be fat though. That's a qualification. I mean, I don't know, man. I ain't get too deep into it. But I didn't even date for hella. One eighty and up. Hey, cut, cut, jump in here God. real quick. What's up? What's up, bro? <laughs> so, so what I'm, what I'm gonna say is this: it's some, it's some real shit, man. Is it like, <clears throat> like I'm not a praying dude, but I swear to God, man, like I used to pray. I'd be like, man, God, just send me like whatever, right? And he could like just like FedEx, like within the next week or two, somehow <laughs> oh, she she she'd be in my life. Stamp but some, but I, I would fuck the shit up, and so it's like I stopped praying. <laughs> <laughs> and, my bad, big and, dog. <laughs> yo, and, 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 I mean, part of me was like, damn, nigga, why wasn't you playing for Lotto Lovers? Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? That's another story. But it's like the the point of it is, I'm fortunate enough to say of all the relationships I've had in my life, all of them. Since high school to today, there's only one, maybe two, that's like, nah, I couldn't marry this woman. Yeah. She wasn't. Like, man, I've really been blessed Have with amazing quality yeah. women and everything else. And I think a lot of that is, you know, is what you transmit out is what you receive. And so, I mean, I'd be listening to my partner sometimes and I'd be like, nigga, how can you go through decades of trash? No, yeah. You see what I'm Forever. saying? And it's And it's like, I feel fortunate because... When I have been in a relationship, man, they all just been A1. And it's really been me that's been lacking. You know what I'm saying? And not even necessarily on no funny shit, but it's just like me that might not be willing to grow or me might not be willing to or, just bring my ass back home. A business, you know what I'm saying? Or this or that. So, you know what I'm saying? I definitely, there's a bunch, you know what I'm saying, got away. But, you know, at the, at the same time, you got to, you know, be here today right now and be in the best situation. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't praying for nothing else. Until, <laughs> until I'm ready said, for it. Absolutely. So let me say this, man. So aside from me liking pretty fat bitches, apparently. I didn't say that. Yes, you did. No, I said they have a t- You just said fat. I didn't say fat at all. Oh, he said fat. Yeah. You like meat, but I didn't say fat. Damn, why well, I got to... I'm getting some skinny I'm, bitches too. I'm not saying that. I'm a little thick, nigga. I ain't skinny. I'm it's just, not a bad thing. Okay, go. Sorry, God. Whatever. <laughs> you feeling attacked? <laughs> no, just play it. Go. Nah, I will say, um, so my homegirl, Jessica Watkins, um, she told me that, you know, you should pray on what you want. Yep. She said, you know, you should be rooted in your faith. You should pray for what you want. Absolutely. And you be specific in your prayers. Yep. And so we watched the thing earlier this year. She put me onto this thing that um, Steve Harvey did. Did I send you the thing? The oh. Steve Harvey shit? No, you Write down like a, a 300 things that you want from God. Okay. Um, yeah, it was a thing. It was like it was about being intentional about you know your request, your to prayer. God. Yeah, yeah. And so that's into you. No, damn. I talked yeah, about yeah, somebody. You don't like me, so right, not I, I didn't get it either. Nigga. That's a key. You're not in my will. <laughs> I don't have shit to give, but, but you the, won't get it. But the fat bitch is in your will. <laughs> oh. But but um, but she was talking you didn't about, catch that. I didn't. I'm gonna listen to it. You gonna listen to the playback? Edit <laughs> point. Um, but nah, she was talking about being intentional. So she's um with a dude now who's an amazing guy. Uh, I love this dude. Uh, I love him for her as well. She was talking about, you know, she wrote down all the things that she wanted in a man. 
And I also have another friend who I'm not going to name, but she wrote her list of things that she wants in a husband, mm-hmm. right? And mind you, she's fine as shit. And I fucking uh, screenshot mm-hmm. that list. She knows she is. I was talking to Unc about it. Wow. Um, and again, Timo Bennett, I was talking to him. He reminds me all the time. If I'm not doing something right, he's like, yo, would so and so like what you're doing? And I got to kind of reel myself back. Mm-hmm. But um, that's what's up. Yeah, it was fucking tight. But I mean, you know, again, that just reminds us to be um, intentional in prayer. I've been thinking a lot about getting into the ministry. I probably shouldn't, and I probably won't even be accepted. But I've been thinking about, you know, that that kind of being a calling over my life. I know my grandma's like kind of put that into me heavily yeah. about being in ministry, you know, studying theology a lot. You know, I've been in my Bible a lot lately. Um, even though I'm a heathen, you know what I mean? I kind of feel like they'll make the best preachers, priests, pastors, whatever. Can I say something real quick? Go ahead. Some of the biggest work is done outside the church, and I feel like yeah. if you're connected to youth in any kind of capacity, the bigger the, what you do with them outside church is way bigger. Yeah. Even though I, I've held positions as youth president or whatever, but working with children directly every single day, that makes a bigger impact in their lives. I'm not saying church doesn't work, but when we work with youth outside, of the, outside the church, uh-huh. man, it makes a bigger impact. So don't feel like ministry has to be the thing. You can still minister to people without being a minister. And I understand that, um, and, but I would I would want to go about it in the ways that are accepted on both ends. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'd be as real as my be real as real to myself as sure. I possibly can. Sure. And at the same time, you know, saying like do the things that it would take to be able to work within the ministry. Sure. Um, so, I I don't know. You probably got to stop church, doing drugs. To church do that. politics is going to drive you insane. Yeah, and it's um it's so many different things that's going to confuse you. Because pastors will get jealous if you have anointing over not. something that they don't have anointing with, and it's just a stupid. Yeah. I'm not saying all churches like that, <clears> but you know I don't. Really care what people say. Absolutely, I know. Or care what people think. But they, they, working in a church, you have to though. Right. And it's even the fake out. stuff. Are you smiling at people's faces? Do you though? I mean, yeah, you do. I, I'm asking. You have a congregation. Not... You have people that follow you. Have people that you got to listen to okay. and take requests from. Okay. You do. Like, but do you, you have know? to listen to outside ministry? I think is the, the question. I think yeah. I ask. You're a people of. You're a person of God. Yeah, before the people. Okay. I'm. Uh, do you not? Fam, I'm listening to you. I'm not. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm, yeah. I don't get how you cannot listen to them. Man, You're supposed people. to lead them in, exactly. That's why. <laughs> but here's the thing. But this is what I was saying. This is what I said. That's why I said like all my friends who are creative. It's like you create the house, right? And you invite people in it. You don't ask people about how to build your foundation. For but come as you are means I got the house here. You're gonna come in who you are. Yeah, and so I'm I can't not judging who, who to be. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna build, fam. You get a new house, right? We went to the mini mansion. Okay. The first time you asked me to come to the mini mansion, yeah. right? You was like, yo, everybody come over. You had it fully furnished. You had the furniture, you had the TVs and shit set up. Okay. You had, we cooked and all that. Yeah. Our first night there, right? Yeah. But you already had it set up. You didn't ask me about the foundation of the house. You didn't ask me what furniture you needed. You so you're preaching right now. That's what's up. I hear you, you big didn't dog. Ask me, <laughs> Take me to church, nigga. You didn't ask me what dishes you should have, uh-huh. right? You came and there was a feast prepared at your table. Look yeah. at Minister Reese. You know what I'm yeah. yeah. But you invited me to that, and it's my job to either accept it or not accept it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I'm saying uh, if I, I go prepare, if I go prepare a house. I'm not going to ask you what I should have within my house. Or I'm going to ask you to just accept whatever's here. I totally understand. And with all that said, there's still hella hypocrites in the church. And there's still people who think because they give you their tithes and because you're supposed to listen to them because you're a pastor who's overfilled with joy and compassion that they you have to listen to them. And you have and to see, abide by what they want. And, and here's my thing, right? It, it, this is the problem that I've always had with the church. And there's no disrespect to anybody within the church. When, it's, when, you, when you pay your tithes, right, mm-hmm. traditionally in the Old Testament, the tithe said that you pay 10% of whatever you produce. Yeah. Right. You pay, and that, and, and in those days, money or monetary value was mm-hmm. not a thing, right? right? So if it was paid 10 sheep or, yep. you know, pay 10% of whatever you gross from the land that you till, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. That crop, was it. whatever, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So the, the problem that I've, I've always had with the church is that there's always been a, a stigma about money. I'm not asking you to come and pay 10% of whatever your income is, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever you can produce. If you're a carpenter but you're not really making much, please come do some work on the church. And saying that's helping out. 
You know what I'm saying? Well, but they made it more commercial. They, they changed it. And that's what one thing me and my brother always talk about with black churches. Um, I think for the past, I want to say, 80 years, maybe even less, black mm-hmm. churches have made $800 million, Like, it's $800 million or it's a billion dollars. Over a billion dollars. Yeah. yeah. And but, here's, but here's my thing. My thing, was, my thing is with the church, and I'm not calling out any church specifically, but the churches that have been residing in the South and in the CD, I've always said that there needs to be some type of classes on... Um, like monetary responsibility, right? If you're not gonna, if you're not gonna give back to the community in a monetary sense, at least teach us how to handle our money. It shouldn't mm-hmm. just be the preachers and the PKs right. that know how to go to affluent colleges. Right. And, you know what I'm saying? And and that's what it is here, that. though, and because that's what builds nepotism. That's what right? happens now here. Now we're perpetuating a system amongst that the Europeans um, promote amongst themselves. Right. We yeah. need something for us. So if we're in that position in our community. For each other, mm-hmm. we need to be able to give back in a way that teaches and right. educates the yes. people. For sure, and that's another problem. Also, and that's why I stopped going to um, my home church, and mm-hmm. I go to a non-denominational church where the pastor is black. However, but he's able to teach me about home ownership, teach me how to manage my money, how to be a good wife, how to be single and be happy with it, and still be okay. Right. And in my home church, that's not happening. All they right. worry about is money, trying to get the money, door fixed, money, yeah. trying to get the window fixed. Can we move past that? Past? And then the pastor don't even have, but the pastor don't even have a job himself, but he's only Pass leaning on bands. what the church is bringing. How about you use your t- your talents and what God has given you, my guy, and bring that to? But that, but it, and, and that's a problem for me. And maybe it's just my opinion, but I mean the, be, the ability to. Yeah, I'm sorry. Let me let me jump in real quick. Matter of fact, I'm gonna come over to that side. Yeah. <clears throat> so what people should <clears throat> excuse me, people should understand about Seattle is that 100 years ago, the church was the black church was very much a leader here, and you gotta think that first day and me, which is right there on what's now Capitol Hill, is 130 years old. For them to build that church there is 130 it, it years old? ago. No, it's that old. Yeah. What, know that <clears throat> it's older than Washington is a state. That's cool. You oh, see what okay. I'm saying? Washington was a territory when they first started forming that 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 those right. grounds right there. It was still a territory. Okay. But what people and so you can imagine when they put that church there, how many black people lived in Capitol Hill? Because yeah, you're right. only gonna build a church right. where your population is. Of course. But the whole point is a hundred years ago, right there where Uncle Ice and Mount Calvary is, you had what was called the um now and now I don't want to uh, 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 Douglas Truth Sojourner Truth uh, Society, which was right there on Uncle Isis, bro. And it was a benevolent society that 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 like covered all the you know the needs because black people wasn't nobody taking care of them. You know what I'm saying? So it was them Resources, and you know yeah. and and the black church. What I'm trying to say is 100 years ago, bro. There was no there was no DSHS. There was no this and that. But the black church. And, and black benevolent organizations took care of the community in the Central District. Now, you flip that on today now, where we got these black churches that have taken in so much money, so much resources. One, they're selling off their land and being a part of gentrification. Mm-hmm. There's a few that haven't, but, you know, I mean, so the pastors are catching a payday and everything else. But, two, they're not meeting the needs of the community. Of the people. Right, you see man. what I'm saying? You yeah. should be able to right. go to your church before you go to the state. No, Hello. seriously. You see what right. I'm saying? Yes. You should be able to go to the, to the church. Yes. Like, man, I need assistance in daycare. Man, I need a little extra food at home. You know, I lost my job. Your church or, or your community organization should be the first. The government should be the last. No, seriously. And people don't realize right. that, just like you said, they've been oh, around for 130 years. Also, they're the first... African Ethiopian church is right there on 26th and Norman in the US. The first one. Really? Yes, yeah, the first one. Okay. Is right there on 26th and Norman. And so you got to think about how far back that goes and how much they meant to the community. You know how much history you know? I'm sorry. I'm just, uh, no, no, hell we, 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 we bro, I've studied hell history yeah. about Seattle. I'm really a Seattleite. Like, yeah. we could talk all the shit in the world, like, seriously yeah. about Seattle. But you know a lot. Um, I'm giving you the keys, brother. That was the first Ethiopian church in the United States. 
Mm-hmm. So you got to think about, like he said, Amy was 130 years old. Like this is this is going back to when churches took care of the whole community. Shout, out to, shout out to Judge McCullough, man. So he, uh, he keeps me grounded, man. On a lot of shit. Oh yeah, for sure, That's for fine. sure. So you know, just in the whole wrap up of that situation is that um, the churches got to step up. That's all I get from it. They got to step I up. Think, Sorry, go ahead. Now, the, and they're, they're stuck in the old school mentality. Like, as things change, you need to change also. No, seriously. Like, I would complain to the pastor, like, okay, when after when you're a kid, you've been, you're in the angel choir, you're in the youth, you know, doing the youth stuff, but after you're 18, 18 to like 30, what am I supposed to do? Right. Like, help me the be angel choir. Help me be an adult. Like, help me be uh, whatever y'all were. Like, help me. Yeah. I don't know. Like, help me. And so then we're just walking around serving, which is fine, but like I'm lost. Like, I need help. Like, where's the homeownership stuff? Okay, your parents help you too, right? Saying, it takes yeah. a village, though. It's like, yeah. help me to be where y'all are right now. Because the pastor's balling and his kids are balling, and I'm out here helping them motherfuckers. And then, but, 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 but then also, <laughs> when, they, when they find pastors also, some of them be money hungry and don't even have their own, their own self-educated this, and, and balanced okay, yeah. and in together. Some, some of them. So, uh, okay. Some of them. I want to take. Majority? I want to take the opportunity. Uh, I want to. I want to ask Unc again. And Timo Ben. He's in the ministry. He, he's who I consider family. Is yes. my Unc. He's one yes. of my. I don't want to put this pressure on him. He's one of my spiritual leaders. Um, he's who I look to. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? To pray for me and pray over me and, and ask for spiritual guidance. Um, so Unc, thank you very much. But again, I, I want you to come back to the podcast. You know, and we'll we'll talk a little bit. Uh, you know, further, and I'm just not me trying to knock the church. No, I'm not no, to please, the church. I'm please, just asking no. for a different direction. Well, I mean, what is good for you? I'm sorry you invited me on this show, Super Bowl Sunday, because I will knock the church, and I'm gonna knock it 100. And I'm gonna knock mm-hmm. the black church mm-hmm. here in Seattle. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna knock them for not being responsible for the to the community. A lot of these people have taken tides and everything else for a hundred years. For a century, right here in the Central District, and turn the back on their parishioners, turn the back on their people. A lot of these people right here in convoluted uh, fire sales right now. You see what I'm saying? And where they're supposed to be accountable and responsible. The church is like, yeah, man, you know what? Saving the soul is one big umbrella. And underneath that umbrella, how can your soul be safe if you're homeless? How can your soul be safe if you ain't got no job? How can your soul be safe if your marriage is crumbling? You see what I'm saying? The church is supposed to provide an umbrella, and we've been a in the central we district, and I'm calling that, Seattle. and I'm ready. To, I'm ready to talk been. to any preacher face to face because you're failing us. And that's you're Seattle. Failing. That's real, I travel back to where my dad's from in St. Louis. We started when I was younger, right? The church was very small. I go back there now. They got an old folks home, a preschool, elementary school, a middle school, Hello. and a high school, and a mega church with a sound system like 2.5 million. Let's go, like man. seriously. So they're building within the community. The block that my great grandma owns a house in St. Louis is is the church owns, and this this is real talk. A church, black church is supposed to own at least, I believe, 40 to 50% of the land around it. So what is going on to we're not taking care of the land around the churches and making sure it develops for the community, for resources, and for help. So it is a challenge. Yeah, And I ain't lying because you go back to them LLCs well, in Midwest and down south, they own the whole area let around me the church. T- let me tell they you this. They got the old folks home for the old people. A lot, of, mm-hmm. a lot of churches here did own that land, my friend. And over yep. the years, they've been silently selling. Oh, Believe me, what you see right now it. It ain't what they had a long time ago. I know ago. it. <laughs> yep. I know it. Hey, guys. Hey guys. Yeah, okay, let's go. All right, next, next topic. We're trying, to, we're trying to provide structure. Next subject. That to... is structure, though. No, I Somebody no, got to answer to the people. No, we the motherfucking just, hey, people. Hey, brother. Shit. Hey, brother. It's easier to go for me to go to Block and get a pound and go to the pastor and get some resources. Hello? Hey, so, can I? Yeah. I yep. love everybody. I love you too. <laughs> Switch gears. Go ahead. Switch gears. All I want to say is, 
We spend a lot of time on that. Okay, okay. I mean, it's, yeah, no, that's listen, no, 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 listen, that's, no, no. Hey, hey, brother, I come in peace. You got the keys, man. Listen. No, you got the keys. No, I don't. I hey, said wrap it up hell ago. You know I want uh, everybody to know that if I'm not responsible on this podcast, that all the responsibility lies to really. And uh, that's some bullshit. Wow. Hey, go to the next subject, nigga. <laughs> What's the next subject? Uh, I love you all. Um, let me say this, man. Um, real, real fast, just to kind of. Hmm. <laughs> okay. I have to issue apologies and provide some clarity for the shit that I said last week. I said ladies over 30 aren't fun. Listen, he's been getting fucking torched. <laughs> 30 year old, yeah. I go to work, I come home, I have drinks with my friends, I go, I still got a life. Come you on, man. Fuck. Listen, he, I told Reese, he likes being in the fucking cross. The one, the one chick told me, we don't do coach together, Reese. <laughs> Damn, you're called right. you out. Yeah, you're right. Fun. Okay. You're, 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 <laughs> you're, you're two, fun. You're two tons of fun. Validated. Yeah, yeah, you're hella fun. Okay, don't say two tons. <laughs> you got that? Don't push it there like big girls. That's not You acting like you don't get tired. Like you just up and running we, all we the time. We tried to keep your ass Nigga, you from getting lit up. Keep him from the we cross. Tried but let me say something. You're the king up. of naps, my guy. I'll Summertime, when we go to the day party, you're sleeping in the car on the way there. Yeah. You need to rest. It's okay to be to chill. No, bro. It's okay to chill. Self-care. My coworkers listening to this last week. They was like, you about to quit, bro? (laughs) Hey, bro, you about to quit? Damn, my nigga, I'm out of here. Damn, yeah, that's not cool. Who cares? I don't care. (laughs) I love them. Sorry. Shout out to my nigga Tyler. Um, But, so I just want to issue, and I want to clarify my statement. Please. Because it wasn't really that women over the age of 30 aren't fun. It was. That's exactly what the Right, I'm trying to figure out. Mm. Yeah, I'm pretty certain that's exactly <laughs> what you said. That's like exactly even word said, for word. Man. Actually, yes, that is what I said. We know, but okay, let me yep. add. To, mm-hmm. But I say the ladies that graduated 2005, anywhere from 03. What was I fucking? To now. What was I fucking? I'm weak. 03. Anywhere between 03 and like 06, I'll say. I like. We fall in that category. You're 12. Don't you do this. <laughs> Hey, shout out. Um, but I'll say the ladies between the classes of 03 and like 06, a lot of them are boring. We came up. Oh, man. I can't do that, bro. And let me, but let me, let me clarify what I'm saying. Thank you. Because let me clarify what I'm saying. Let, let me, can I clarify? I didn't get, so I said this, and I say this every pod. Yo, as someone who speaks a lot, I often misspeak. Yeah. You heard um, yesterday. What are you? Are you choking? Are you okay? You dying? You sure? <laughs> Don't be silent now. You've been. Okay, anyway. Um. But I will say that again, we often I often misspeak. So I want to present myself in the best way and then take this as concrete. So what I was saying was a lot of these ladies are not fun to be around. Also, it's not all about going out to the club. I got hella text messages like just because I'm out popping with you, Reese, because you be out popping on the Tuesdays and doing shit. I have my daughter from Tuesday night through Saturday morning. Okay. I'm not out popping it during the week either. Okay. I'm not out doing a bunch of shit. It's me and Summer at the house doing homework. A bunch of other shit, but You're come a boring old nigga. So what are you talking about? You're no, no, thirty year old this morning. Yeah, you sound like a boring old nigga, man. <laughs> <laughs> be at the crib all day, dead. man. What you you actually be with your kids? Are you a father? You, you, you sound hella boring. <laughs> are you a dad, dad? <laughs> but this is my point. My point was some of these women aren't fun to be around. I don't know. Some man. of these women don't have personality. Some women you've been around, you bro. You shut the fuck up because you know some of these women. <laughs> and we never call no names. I, I know, know some know of them. them that you, you know introduced them too. me to. Well, most, yeah, they gotta go out of town. Still they're boring. Those are women. Some of them, listen to me. They're boring with Seattle, and they blame Seattle. That's some of these bras just sit at home. Like, listen to me. Boring. Listen to me. Hello? Some of them sit at home, and some of them work at Amazon, and all they do is pop at other women's boyfriends, and just want to be a part of that crowd, or travel out of town to get lied to with an accent. And even if they're not, and if they know they're getting lied to, they're still getting fucked on because they love international trips. They want a country ass whooping. And just want to be able to fuck international, and that's, their, that's part of their shtick. You right. said fuck international? <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. 
right, I stand man. on my shit. What's what the bitch say on her podcast? Don't be a Reese. Hey, I'm shooting shots, nigga. Don't be a Reese. I didn't hear that one. Yeah, because you shouldn't have, because their podcast is shitty. And nobody listens to it, but what happened? Yeah. <gasps> Do but I know? Anyway, I'm not going to say what I want to say, but yeah, you know what I'm talking about. But anyway, but I'm just saying a lot of these bitches ain't fun to be around. Pennies. Okay. Yeah, nigga, pennies on a dollar. Hey, um, show not hating at all, Reese. Yes, sir. Because you're my guy, so I don't mean it like this at all. Mm-hmm. But you know, like, man, women, women, women be acting accordingly around who they be around. If you exactly. ain't, I know twin, twin especially can speak to this. Yeah. yeah. So, so, and, and, and just because, you know, I mean, for whatever, you can speak to this is that the same woman that'll be around, say, me. Mm-hmm. And and her expectations around me would be like, yeah, uh, Big O, Omari, uh, hypotenuse squares, subsection five and three, yeah. and then see twin and be like, tell me where to go, tell me where to go. <laughs> so could it, could it be they, yeah. that you getting all the boring ones because you transmitting like you know that's what well, that's what a, a woman's know. thinking that that she need to be around. You know you. what? I, I thought this for a long time, and I, I just want to piggyback on that was heavy point right now. What what happens is a lot of times is women change their standards based off of who it is they see and they talk to and all that type of shit, right? Sometimes they want to um, they want to up their standards based off of what they expect out of somebody. They want to pull the bet, quote unquote, the best out of you, or but like they're getting the best of you. You know what I'm saying? And so we've talked about it before. You want to hoe out amongst the niggas that you want to hoe out around, and then you want to come to me to be the savior. Huh. I'm not doing that. That happens with women too. Wait, I, wait, I ain't gonna lie. Been, wait, times. Wait, I've been through the worst. This nigga did this and wait, did that. Finley. I'm not doing this with like you, you well, let that nigga. T- been through the fucking fire. What hey. I got to do with you for? You I let that nigga Terry Bone because that nigga did you. You let that nigga Terry Bone. You let that nigga Terry Bone. I, I, I know I look better than that nigga. I know I look better than that nigga. No, look better than that. No, seriously though, I've been through that so many times with women where they go and we all go through things. I understand that, but you're not supposed to take what you went through on somebody else. Right. And always hit you with, I've been through this and been through that, so I'm not. I'm not gonna do this with it. Well, you'll never know what you get from me if you don't not willing to do certain stuff. Me. Not just sexually, but you know, going out, yeah, hanging man. out, um, being around. You don't know what you can do by doing different things with different I people. Got a, I got a woman right now who I dealt with last summer, right? The whole summer we was rocking. It's a repeat. No, I'm not. Fuck her now. Okay. Yeah, no, nah, that bitch is nah, it's like Geico. It's the secret. Oh, God yeah, damn nah, it. Fuck her. Nah, right. she, and, she, and she called herself wanting to block me because of you know some of the shit that was said before. Okay. And I was like, bitch, damn, you was here defending me and like popping your shit, but now you feel like I got the best of you, and now you're ashamed of yourself because of some of the shit that you did and you exposed yourself to, and now I'm not the wave. And I know some of the shit that you've done and said and well, been a part of. That's what happened with a certain situation. Yeah. If, as long as me and you didn't know, it was all good. But when me and you know, she's like, uh. Yeah, and then she tried to throw me under the bus. Fuck yeah. too. Exactly. So it's mm. a cold world, man. Get a jacket, get a scarf, get a beanie. It's cold It's outside. shivering outside, yeah, man. man. It's, it's fucking frozen toes. Come on, man. Popsicle toes. Hey, man, the ice cream machine is broken today. So we're calling bitches out. I'm going to yeah. tell you right now. A I mean, some fellas, there's some fellas out there, too, that um that, that don't grow on certain things. You're supposed to take lessons from everything. And it's some fellas that repeat offender when it comes to a certain type of women. Absolutely. And so, you know, and let me say this. Let me, let me be the first to admit, because I say that all the time. I come on this podcast and bear my soul. And I know that I've had a lot of repeat um, behaviors, especially over the past year, mm-hmm. um, you know, with a lot of women. I thought that I could act a certain way or be a certain way because I was trying to emulate, you know, what happened in previous relationships and yeah. all that. And a lot of these chicks went for it. I got some sauce. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, it takes sauce, you know. Bitches falling by the wayside, jacking the beanstalk. It's cool, though. Nah, you, you know, if, if I could jump in real quick, Reese, mm-hmm. I think that, like, not only here in Seattle, but like na- nationwide, it's it's kind of it's kind of fucked up around a relationship sense because, you know, we very much learn what what what, what we see. You know what I'm saying? What yeah, we grow up and what exactly. we see, man. Right. And so 
in a sense, men and women early on, we experimenting on each other. Because, like, we ain't really, you know what I'm saying? We ain't really get that game. It's a lot of people who, who didn't. It's a lot that did, though. You know, yeah. and, we, and we see that a lot of people who, who grew up in a structure and a this and this, how you should do this and do that, man, They a lot of times they're on a different path than a lot of us that, like, man, saw the art advice from, like, too short. You know what I'm saying? It's or almost 40 like a parent yeah. or something like that. And so then yeah. we meet people in relationships. <laughs> and, and to be honest with you, we experimenting on each other trying to find a way forward early on. You see yeah. what I'm yeah. saying? Right, right. Do and, better than me. Don't do as I do. No, I see you doing that shit. So right. I'm kind of going to do the same and thing. And it right. seems effective. Right. And I think that's the thing that's underspoken in our community a lot of times is that what if we see you do, we kind of feel like it's effective because you seem unfazed from the bullshit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so I think we want to go on a fire too. I want to fucking flame on you. Flamed on yeah. you're alive. I want to flame and too. it look and it looks fun. And you <laughs> come out of that shit unscathed. And that's but what I, happens. But I also think that speaks to our to our mental health. And I, I'm going to ledge again because I'm the only one that bears this hole in this jump, podcast. Because are we on topic? Jump. Are we on topic? I, yeah, I was I making sure. I I, <laughs> I tweeted a picture um, or didn't tweet because I deleted my Twitter because there's a bunch of bullshit the that one, was happening. You butt naked at the piano. Oh, that's fucking tight. I still got that picture, nigga. Black and white, color, nigga, full scale. He really took a picture like that, too. Nigga, multiple times. Feeling it. (laughs) All right. It was cold outside. Go ahead. I don't even want to go there. But (laughs) It was cold that night. (laughs) (laughs) Nigga, it's never too cold. I'm going to tell you right now. Um, (laughs) Go ahead. But um, the other night, I was on Instagram, and I was just, you know, kind of late in my feelings, and I posted a picture of, you know, one of our our nights. And it um, it was a line. Uh, Coke, a twenty dollar bill, a, a bag, maybe like a full gram, I think. Okay. Uh, at the house, but I tweet, but I posted the picture, and I said this was the night that I tried to OD. Damn. This was the night that I attempted to OD, and I was completely unsuccessful, which definitely doesn't do anything for time. I'm sorry, well, okay. not even being funny, but I'm new to the show. Did, were you were you being serious? You were really trying to OD. Through, he was going through a lot, yeah, and it was, um, uh, it was last May. Yeah. yeah. Going through a lot, and he was trying to find a way out. Instead of doing what he's doing now, speaking through his soul and talking through a mic, he tried to do it the other way. Yeah, but God made him over, like made him get a hangover and hurt <laughs> rather than die. Thank you. <laughs> I definitely OD'd, and thank you to the chick. I'll, I'll never say her name, but she definitely drove me to the hospital, and it was a it was a very long three day process. Uh, it was a very long seventy two hours, um, and, and she knows who she is, and it was it was tight, and I appreciate her greatly. But um, I just laid in my bed for like three days. You know how it feels to like. Well, obviously you don't, but yeah, I don't do coke. Well, huh. I'm just saying, I'm not. That's not even a joke. I, I've never that. even done. It wasn't even. I was gonna say, do you know how it feels to like attempt something and fail? Duh, nigga. Yeah, so don't tell me I don't do. <laughs> yeah. That was the connecting point. It was, it was the coke, nigga. Missed it. <laughs> Airball. Go sit on the bench. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I'm out the game, coach. <laughs> Send me the fuck down. But nah, but like, but how humbling that was to like not be able to take your own life, right? Like, because I joked that niggas forever, like. Damn, I had a lot of fucking humbling moments this year. Like getting fat sucked, attempting suicide and failing sucked. I don't know how successful I am as a person right now. You're very successful, man. You're a great that. dad, but you know you gotta figure out how, how responsible am I? Summer won't clean her fucking room. I'll kick that kid's ass right now. She's a kid. But wait, let's. It's hard being summer though. Let's not. It's not hard it, being no, summer. Yeah, yeah, it's not, hard as not fuck. Of her being a kid, bro. To a yeah. Yeah, no. With you, <laughs> right? Like house parties with her there. She's popping it. So exactly. So, so what are you talking about? What does she not know when not to pop my it? Little, my little cutty's playing dominoes. <laughs> That's all I ask. You slam dominoes and all that shit. Anyway, but I'm just saying, like, you know, life comes at you fast. It's humbling yes. as fuck. Um, but the point I was making, mm-hmm. God damn it. Well, take the keys, nigga. What are you doing? You let me drive? No, you got it. Where's tequila here? 
do this. Anyway, um, but the point the point that I was trying to make was you, you never know where shit takes you, um, and you know never know how life will humble you, right? Humble pie, but it's high life. Ready. Life will bring you back. You hear Uncle Terrence call me out yesterday? Yes, that was foul. My nigga called me out at the funeral. It happens. Wait, what? What did he say? I don't remember. He's like, my nephew, my nephew Daryl Junior knows. <laughs> he knows life. Don't do that to me, nigga. I do coke. I'm in here at church. I'm coked up. Don't, <laughs> don't do me like that. I'm coked up in church right now. Okay. Were you? What's up, all? Don't tell nobody that. Okay. Well, clearly, <laughs> right. Nobody knows. <laughs> I couldn't do that funeral, man. Yesterday it was, it was, it was hard. But what, 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 um, what we got going next, man? Went to the next subject. Yeah, I can't even finish my fucking point. Listen, man, because your nice, point man. is, man. All right, well overdue. <laughs> <laughs> you guys hear about Bill Nye? Well, who? Is it real? Nah, I didn't hear it. it. What, what was about the who? Thing? You hear about Phoenix Jones though? I did hear about Phoenix Jones though, and that's He's, my guy. You kicking ass at night and selling dope at the and same time. And that's my guy. Come on, man. What? But remember, dude, he was out here like I'm t- I'm in a too- costume fighting crime Phoenix at night. Jones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Phoenix, Phoenix Jones. Jones, the seat, this. Yeah, they caught. Yeah, they caught him with no, bricks. Him. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> Phoenix, Phoenix Jones had that. He had the plug. All white bricks. I can't. I'm too close to the situation. Can you weigh in? Can you? Well, um, Phoenix Jones, he was a. Um, Wait, hold on. Don't think I'm just a fucking drug addict because I'm not. You're not just a drug. You're a functioning drug addict. Um, Phoenix Jones. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I just went on normal. That's water. Phoenix Jones. Um, he actually. That's tequila. We're going around and that it seemed like is. a good thing, kind of fun. Wear a costume, dress up, and <laughs> nice. he would defend crime and he would stop fights in Seattle. And it seemed like a pretty noble thing for someone in Seattle, especially the comic book era and things coming back. But on the flip side, you can't be selling Molly. But not just selling Molly like a little bit. That boy had bricks of Molly. Oh, so the superhero dude was selling Molly? Yeah. Shut up, dog. Anyway, right. so right, yeah, cool. Bill yep. Nye was, it was a rumor went around that he was um, suspected of selling drugs or. Um, Bill Nye, the science guy? Yeah, I mean, he knows science. Nah, nah, let me tell yeah. you, I, I, big old chime in here, man. That's like one of my heroes. You know, I'm a scientist, man. I had a degree in geology, and biotechnology, environmental science. Like, I used to watch oh, shit. Yeah. Nice. Like, man, I'm an earth scientist first. All this other stuff is secondary, man. That's Don't nice. tell me Bill, Bill Nye's out there, man. Nah, it was a rumor, dirt. but it was a rumor that was started by um, somebody that actually caught fire to it, so... It was definitely going through um, a lot of different media and mainstream, and so it worked for a little bit. But Bill Nye's somewhere retired, chilling in Seattle. It was a rumor, yeah, but it definitely, cool. um, it definitely reminded me of the Breaking Bad, like the Walter White. Oh yeah, it's oh, science. Shit, that's, yeah. All that's is science. All that's science, bro. You already know it is. So shout out Bill Nye, man. Keep doing your shout thing, out. man. You know we ain't ready to um, let you go yet, so keep living. Yeah, that's our guy. Life. Yeah, for sure. Speaking on our legends, man. I um, I watched Mrs. Doubtfire the other day. It was uh, on TV. Robin, Robin Williams. Williams yeah. Um. And it just reminded me of like how talented he was. Yeah. One, but it also reminded me of the struggle that a lot of dads go through. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like trying to gain custody of the children or like being a part of the children's lives. Oh yeah. And yeah. when his wife, uh, I think it was Sally Fields in that film, she sat in the courthouse and listened to the judge pass that sentence where he couldn't see his kids and only had supervised visits every other Saturday. You know what that can do to a man. And you're a father. You're a great father, by the way. I yes, you are. Give you your flowers. Absolutely. You guys both are. I just met Old's daughter earlier. Yeah, you're doing an amazing job, man. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Keeping um, me on my toes. And, and I met you. And I met your um your nieces and your nephews as well. Uh, yeah, 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 man. Shout out to Khan, man. He's yeah, uh, all, all my little Khan. Shout out to my my niece Isis. She down there at Tuskegee. Yeah, that's what's up. You guys, you guys are doing an amazing job. Brother. I want you to know that. Um, just to be able to you know raise up our youth. Um, and one day, hopefully, you'll be blessed with yes, some, Lord. some children as well. Yes, Lord. Some little badass kids. My sister had her badass kids at the fucking funeral yesterday. You seen him? 
Well, niggas is just running I around. Maggie's at the funeral, maybe want to kick him. Nigga, I, I love them. I love my nieces and my nephews. I really do because they're a representation of what we were as kids. Absolutely. Them little niggas is bad. I want to beat them up. Girl, we were bad too. We wasn't that bad. Nigga, we were bad, but we used to get knocked the fuck out. Fam, we were bad. My yeah, sisters. This uh, one's different now. Yeah, we used to get yeah. knocked the Fam, fuck my out. My sister allows for a different type of freedom with her kids. Well, she's tired. Shit, she got five fuckers running around. Body tired. So weird. <laughs> <laughs> that one's a knock the woman out. I couldn't imagine having five children. <clears throat> no, nah, I'm not going to do it. I just want one more. I just want one more. Autumn, we know. Um, Yeah, a little Autumn. That's her name already. So what? Autumn. I hope whoever you conceive so with agrees to that. I just assume I'm having a girl. Everybody might feel like a piece of shit. That's why. You ain't get your shit straight yet. Oh, shit. Hey, man. Hashtag girl dad. Mean okay. women, women that are mean to boys have mean men, they have sons. Wait, women that what? Women that are mean to men have sons. Oh, that's not me. And then men who, you know, play games are not really straight before women have girls. Huh. I'm yeah. always pretty straightforward. All right. So I'm having a girl first. Thank cool. Thank you very much. Oh, is that what's up? Mm. Okay. I, I, have a, I have a name to pick out, too. Do you? Yeah, the what's boy the and the girl. What's the name? I'm not telling. Why? Because. You're speaking into existence. It's prophecy. No. I'm just, no. You can create prophecy. You realize that, right? I, well, I have a journal that I manifest in, so that's nice. already out in the universe. That's yeah. As you should. Really quick, do you mind touching on what you found in uh, in, in Ray's apartment as far as, like, the, not the exact <laughs> context, but, like, the, just finding the journals. That was really touching. Oh, yeah. So, that. my cousin, who um, was shot in 2016, he suffered a lot 2015, of- 2015, actually. I remember because I went to spend the night with that nigga in the hospital. Okay, cool. Yep. Yep. All right, bet. So 2015, um, he was shot. And um, about 2017, he started writing in a journal. And he started writing about his life. And he started writing about every single thing he could remember. I think that's dope because he was talked about my uh, my uncle Stacy. Shout out to him, who was a, a real man who raised him. That wasn't his biological father. But he wrote about everybody in his life who like touched him significantly. I'm not sure where you want me to go with this. No, just the fact that, you know, keeping journals and like things like that okay. exist. You have to understand like, you know, the impact that you have on somebody's life and understand that people are impacted by the things that you do. Absolutely. Right? So if Ray and he talked yeah. about the divorce and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. all that type of you know, yes. type of shit. And um Auntie Felicia talking about like, you know, he just kept saying, I can't believe he shot me. Yes. You know, and like him questioning, you know, right. what happened to him mm-hmm. and put him in a predicament, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Your actions do have reactions. Yes, they do. Your actions do have impact. We have to understand that. Right. right? Um, I, I think that that gets overlooked a lot because yes. we're really egotistic as people. There you go. And so we don't like to believe that what we do um, impacts people on a real level. No, yeah, seriously. that's right. No, dead ass. And I think that um, a lot of times what happens is we do something and we don't want to be, we want to be absolved of the responsibility. Not held of accountable. Things. We don't really held accountable because we didn't think it meant that much. I don't want to say women and accountability in the same sentence because it seemed really contradictory. Mm-hmm. Clean that <laughs> because, up, please. Because a lot of women our age and our in our bracket aren't really... Boring. Well, shit, that too. I'm not <laughs> no, watching New York. I'm not watching Love and Hip Hop Miami with your ass. Um, wow. And drinking this. You brought the good wine. Nigga, all the other wine I have Listen, for women. Man, Stella terrible. Rose Black, hey, sponsor me. All right. Stella, <laughs> Rose, Stella, Stella Rose also makes a cheap ass tequila, but don't listen to me. Do they? Uh, they do. Okay. You never had it? Nah. What? You never had Stella Rose tequila? Nah. But keep going, though. It's fucking fire. Okay. Um, but uh, but I'm just saying, like you know, the things that you do have a real life impact. Yes, on they do. What happens? Um, I'm gonna hand it off to you guys real quick. I gotta run outside real quick. Hmm. You have the keys, my nigga. But I do want to bring up a certain topic. Why are you looking at me like that? Go. I'm just waiting to see what you're gonna say because the next topic was on you, and you're gonna. Well, the next topic. You have the topics. No, you never sent them. You just told me. About yes, them. I did. I just got mine like five I minutes ago. O. I sent them to her. Yeah, nigga, we're responsible around here, around these parts. 
No, you didn't. <laughs> bro, I did not at all. No, you didn't. No, get out of here, bro. I'm not lying to you. All right, right, so just so I can update accordingly, uh, the the last published topic was Bill Nye. <laughs> and see, that was so, last on the list. Okay. And then yeah, one more talk. How about. do you not have the fucking? You didn't send it to me. Um, the, the one that I want to talk about was the Diddy and Mace thing. Ooh, I oh, oh, I, I, yeah. yeah. Let I'm me come in on that, too. I'm going to start off by saying that Diddy did a great speech at the Icon Awards. He, he did a great speech, right? But he contradicted himself in how he treated his former artists. Like shit. And former, former performers. Right. Um, he's talking about how we got to take care of each other, how people got to treat us good as black people, how we got to become forefront runners, and they got to make sure to give us our credit and all that. Right. Diddy... For the first person to get their full credit for their music and their full masters was French Montana. That's only like 2013, wow. 2014. So that means everybody before that he took money from and he took from them. Mm. And so Man. Mace called him out. Yeah, I mean, did. It, you know, it, I saw that. So it was really crazy, right? Because it's like I had an opportunity uh, last month in December. Like Mace's very first time on the continent of Africa. I was part of that. That. Um, that production, and actually, I'm I'm the one that got him off the plane when oh, he wow. land, when he landed there That's in dope. Lagos, brought him through through immigration and everything, and then to the yeah. show there in Lagos, and so we had a conversation. He also brought it up on stage during his show too, and it's a lot of people. If you don't understand, then you're like, oh yeah, Diddy was hating, and then you'd be like, oh man, Mace is just a hater because you don't really you, you don't know because it's never been yeah. broken down. And I mean, the post that Mace made in just a few words really broke the shit down to the to the point to where it was real simple that it's like, dog, as an eighteen year old, you paid me twenty thousand for publishing knowing I didn't know about that. Mm. And all of us guys here, we're in media, we're in entertainment, and man, you know what I'm saying? We we know when there's some talent and things like that. And that's even like me and you, twin. We be talking about stuff. I'm like, nah, man. You need to go talk to this guy. You need to talk to that guy. You need to put this together. You need to put that together. You need to do this. You need to do that. You know what I'm saying? And everything else. And like Diddy, just yeah. I mean, he can't be sitting there really talking all this black excellence and all this other stuff, man. Right. And no like he did. I mean, man, Mace, all those guys, they was robbed. Like he, he. I mean, if legally he didn't do nothing wrong. It's like here's twenty stacks. You 18, 19, like, oh, okay, Puff, that's what's yeah, up. That's you, right. you, you're my guy. I know I'm going to be good. But, like, man, he's kept this publishing for years eating off of it. Eating off of it. Eating off the royalties, all that. So he kind of contradicted himself with that speech. Great. It starts now, Puff, but you got to clean up your shit. It goes the same thing with Birdman and Cash Money. It's a lot of, they took money, too. So yeah. we're talking about being accountable for our own actions, trying to call out others. He got to take care of his people that who not only put him on, but made him who he is. You cannot... Be who you are without the hits that you made, the people that you had. All that shit's iconic. And if you're an icon now, you got to play the part in what brought you here and what made you. And so I just think he needs to fix that shit because it's not it's not going to work for him. The future will come back to get you like he's trying to call out people of the Grammys uh, and people of every award show. You May, know I mean? May said he, don't get, he gets his rights back automatically when he's 50, bro, Damn. on something that he recorded when he was 18, 18 19. 19 years old. When he's 50... He'll get the rights back, you know what I'm saying? After have the rights and perpetuity. Radio ran it to death, and, movies and all that shit that ran it to death. I mean, and, and imagine what that does as an artist is it's like you don't even want to pump, pump your own music. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Imagine the years that he stayed in depression and stayed off the air and everything else because he was like, yo, I mean, that's cool, but the, the more records that are played, is, is, it's just more money to puff. No, it is. What you got to say, Ashley? I didn't say nothing. Okay. But no, I think that I think that's fucked up. Like, 
for all the work that they put in, all those hits they made. And for him just to sl- just to throw them a little bit of something, they're yeah. not, they don't know. Yeah, they don't know. It's like taking advantage of him. He knew what the fuck he was doing. And then know being young black men that you know at that time you're getting a lot of money, you're getting advances. Right. You're not telling them that oh the advance comes back out of whatever you make. Exactly. And they're not telling them that read this contract, get a lawyer. Right. They're not telling them that. So you got to really realize that people at that time, especially being our own people, yeah. he knows that them fools didn't know how to read contracts. He knows right. that they didn't know what they were exactly. doing. Exactly. He knew what so he was doing. So it's kind of fucked up in the sense of, okay, Puff, you know that these are kids. You know they ain't reading no contracts. They right. ain't got no lawyers. I mean, that, that's, that the, that's the point of being excellent, bro. And being a guy. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's, it's easy to be black. It's hard to be excellent, right. man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the part of being excellent is the fact of like, man, I mean, you know, we deal with like, man, I do... Um, when I say I should say we over here at Africa Ten, we deal with some of the most vulnerable people and marginalized people in our community, yeah. and we know that we have to approach them as such. They're like, man, these are people who've been marginalized. These are people who are vulnerable. These are people who might not have the best X, Y, and Z education. So let me approach them and let let's put the big picture out there in a layman's term for them. You see what I'm saying? That's what you're supposed to do for your people. You see what I'm saying? When you really rock with your people, you're supposed to lay it out to them as simple yeah, as possible. Foundation. There you go. You see what I'm saying? That's the difference between black and black excellence. Yes, you absolutely. see what I'm saying? Let's be excellence with, with our folks, man. Yep. yep, that's where it starts. So we're getting that wrapped up. Um, Puff, I hope you the heart you have now, you know, the feelings you're starting to show, I hope you um, really put that forward and pay those people that, that helped you get there. Um, at least settle with them to make sure that they know that they're appreciated, that you know they're part of your legacy. They help make you. That star you got on the walk, that they help put that there. You know, all this money you done made, you're, you're worth 800 some million dollars. You're the second richest dude in, in hip-hop. You got to really make sure that they're taken care of because they went through the mud with you. Them was hard times in yes, hip-hop. Indeed. It wasn't no streaming. It wasn't no socials. It was straight out the mud, selling records and all that. So make sure you take care of your people. Um, one of the next subjects I want to talk about, though, um, it's a personal thing for for uh, everybody that's uh, on the podcast today. What career would you have if you weren't a responsible person? What do you think you would be if you weren't responsible and upstanding and wanted to do the right thing? <laughs> Who do you think you would be in this lifetime? I'm going to go last, but <laughs> Ashley, go ahead. What would, you, what would you be, Ashley? If I didn't have to be responsible? So y'all, I'm, an edu- I'm, I'm, I'm an educator. I'm a, I'm a teacher. Okay. So that's that, that's a high one right there. So this thing, if he wasn't, Whew. who would you be, Queen? It's pretty flexible. It's kind of different when you get to make your own schedule versus right. Then there's kind but of people depending on you. But this, the the point is, if you weren't responsible, mm-hmm. if you didn't care about no laws, mm-hmm. about any morals, no about anything. People. Then who would you be? What would you be doing? <clears throat> Honestly and truly, man, I'd probably be a drug dealer. Exactly. <laughs> I'd be the, another Griselda Blanco. Queen Pen. I hear. I'm not even I lying, you, baby. Yeah, or a stripper. Yeah. I'm not even gonna lie. Hey, listen, check I know out. if nothing mattered, like no responsibility. I know it's. I know that sucks, but I, that's what that's what I think about. We're then we're talking about if you didn't have no morals, no but but I, but I have morals. That would That's I would never hold step. On, hold foot. on, first you said no responsibility. So you saying no responsibility and no morals? Being, having morals is or, responsibility. Oh, yeah. it is. So you got to think about it. If if listen, I wouldn't do that. 
if you responsibility is to carry yourself right, it's to make sure you're a light to others and a gift to others. Make sure you respect others. Open uh, the door, close the door. Not stealing. All that it goes, it goes hand in hand. So if you're gonna fuck about responsibility, you didn't give a fuck about morals. You didn't give a fuck about nobody else. Who would you be? All this extra shit is uncalled for. Who would you be? I'd be a stripper and a drug dealer. Man, I, I think I'm. I think I'm just too square on it, man. I'd either. I'd probably be a street photographer. You know what I'm saying? Because if I wasn't worried about paying bills or do something like that. When I was a kid, man, I used to take the train a lot cross country, man. If I didn't have yeah, no responsibility, I'd be... And I was a kid, I used to say I'd be the chief of onboard services for Amtrak, for the train that goes from Seattle to Chicago, the Empire Builder. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, there's nothing crazy or outlandish right. with me. No no responsibility. I shouldn't ride the rails across America. Yeah. You know what and I'm saying? I, I would like to also like travel the world without any responsibility. Like, I would travel the world without paying rent, just living. You know what I'm saying? I, I would love to do that. <laughs> just, just yeah. living. Like, backpack, that's all I have. Like, I would just travel the world and just be living my life. Um, well, for me, because I know my last lifetime, and one of my former lives, I was a slave. <laughs> so... In my next, and I think in my last lifetime after that, I sold dope. Okay. Um, but it was because of, it was just oppression and because of what I went through. Yeah. It's just certain things I feel and certain flashbacks I have where sure. I never lived them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I really feel like I either be selling dope, mm-hmm. or I'll be killing crackers. Yeah. Because I was, I feel like the stuff I feel and the emotions I feel, I feel like I was a slave. Yeah, I was a slave in my last lifetime. I, I, I know so, I was a Black Panther. The yeah, no, like, yeah. So it's really like your last life. Like, you gotta be, you gotta be. Yeah, but you got to... No, I wasn't Black Panther. I didn't care about morals. There was no respect. I was killing motherfuckers because of what they put me and my people through. So basically, I feel like I would either be um, a rebellious slave, (laughs) for real though, or I would be be a drug dealer. So we got Reese back. So Reese, if you weren't a responsible person that didn't care about morals and others and you was just out here being an outlaw... What uh, would you be doing? What I would you summer or nothing like that? It's right. really the only time I didn't have summer. And that's okay. Okay. Um I thought about this and I thought about being like a rogue photographer. <laughs> just doing a bunch of ridiculous shit. That's what O just said. O said he would be a photographer just traveling the globe. It's an amazing life. Yeah. And he's been around the globe as well, so he's got those perspective. Um I thought I would be doing what I'm doing right now. Podcasting on a bigger level. Where? Um, I've been in a different city, of course. Mm-hmm. I've been in New York, LA. I look at Howard Stern um, and kind of envy what he's doing. You know, I look at um, I look at Nori. Yeah, I look at Joe Budden. That's dope. I, I watch the Drink Champs a lot. That's actually yeah. a dope little podcast, man. I look at I listen to Joe nightly, just to study. You know, just to study podcasts and um, just the just the chemistry that him. him Maul, Rory, Savon have, uh, Parks, not to dismiss Parks, but, you know, I, I listen to, you know, what niggas are doing. Um, I love being able to podcast. I love doing this. Um, I love being able to broadcast my thoughts, opinions, you know, and bring light to important issues and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I try not to, at times, excuse me, stifle voices. You know, I try to give voices to people who normally wouldn't have those. Um, but, yeah, I'll be doing this. On a bigger level, of course, and a lot more reckless. I didn't want to invite the topless maids, and you didn't want that. Because I think what you just went through, having women on that's not video recorded topless, is going to help the the thing that was putting on you. See, oh, this, this fool hit me and found a service. It's a maid service. is real. 
They clean. I, I, didn't, fam, I didn't. I didn't go searching for it. It popped up as an ad. No, it popped up on my timeline as a friend request. That's great. Okay, then it's a friend request. Gotta add context. It's a friend request, right? He didn't go looking for it. It came to him. It's a maid service to come clean, but they're topless. They have it's an option to be topless. That's cool though. I'm not mad at that. I'm not yeah, mad at that. That's yeah. My thing was him having it on the podcast. Can I tell you? And nobody can see the shit, and they're just sitting there. Oh topless. no, we will see it because we. Me, oh, and I talked about video, right? We talked about. Oh, can I explain? I didn't know that's what you wanted video for, but no, we <laughs> definitely talked about video. One hundred percent. Freaky ass Reese. <laughs> we talked about. Can it. I can I say this real fast? Right. Yeah. Because I, I feel like, damn, you niggas got me in a level. Fuck it, I don't care. I feel like we exist in an era and in Seattle where people are way too uh way too fucking PG for what they allow for. We talked about this before, you know, or I mean it was it was Trey and I, Trey O's and I. Yeah. And we talked about people, you know, fetishizing certain things and yeah. retweeting and posting certain shit. But then when certain things come across your timeline and it's real, you guys want to fucking demonize I, it and I mean, vilify it. The 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 thing is is like before you go too deep, because you might be into some crazy shit. What no, I what what I will say is this: is it's amazing because Seattle, just in general, especially around politics, is 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 on the next level of everything. It's like man, they're like give free this, do this, do that. That's that shit is like revolutionary and crazy. And then the same people who be like, yeah, we want the government to pay for my whole life. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? To be yeah. like, I'm offended. Yeah. This, yeah. this guy yeah. said areola. <laughs> and, and, and here's the thing. Like, oh, and this which is what one I, is I want to say, oh, because we we live and exist in a world where people will retweet and post porn, right? On at, at every opportunity, there's porn that comes across your timeline. You want to retweet it and post it and say, oh, I despise this, but then meanwhile you're favoriting it. So while you're putting that fucking heart on the tweet, you're going to retweet and denounce it, right? Everybody loves some of the things that they fetishize, but they want to demonize at the same time. It's a duality that exists within the people that live in Seattle. We live in a bubble. We're not really connected to black culture like we think we are, right? If you go to the South, you go to the East Coast. If you go to Atlanta and you go to Houston, those are two different cultures. It's still black culture. If you go to New York, you're still connected to the black people out there where the, nat- where the first Harlem Renaissance took place, but you're still not connected to black culture like we think we are. We're just visitors within a culture. But when you live here... You want to look at some of these things and you admire these things and but at the same time we're admonishing these things at the same time. You got to be able to fucking choose. People that live in Seattle, do you want to be a part of the culture or do you want to fucking vilify it? Yeah. Do you really want to accept that culture as what it really is or do you want to look at it and say I'm not fucking with you, I'm not accepting that or whatever, right? There's no true brotherhood, right? There's no true connection, no true culture, link yeah. to what it is that we really are. I hate the fact that when I went through what I was going through, people looked at it and said, oh, Reese is this and Reese is that. Fam, these are the same things you're doing for yourself. Some of these bras were dancers. Some of these people were, you know, create this type of adult content. Then you want to look at me and say, oh, you're wrong for wanting to create this type of content as well. We don't know what we want. We're a confused culture. And again, I only say that about Seattleites. We exist in a bubble. Just like, last, just like yesterday when you said, hey, we're doing this event at Baltic. We're doing X, Y, and Z. And somebody retweeted you and said, who's shooting tonight? Negative. Energy. Who's shooting this time? Yeah. My nigga, if you want to praise and promote You should have said your mama. <laughs> no, just straight up. Because it was, it was negative. Man. Was but, negative. And we had a great night. No problem. So. And, you, and you guys didn't, right? Which proves that you guys can't do something. Without. To your point before, there's somebody who's, who may be out of town who doesn't have the respect of the people. We're doing something that's positive. Yeah. We're moving in a very positive direction. All you want to do is sit back and do the easiest thing in the world is fucking denounce what's happening right now. Right. You want to talk. You want to vilify. You want to speak down upon. Have some fucking balls. 
have the heart to say that what the people from my city are doing is a positive thing and I support it and I stand behind it. Good, bad, or indifferent. It doesn't no, matter. I, I that. support that shit and I lift it up and I'm yeah. going to praise it and I'm going to represent it wherever it is that I go. Don't go to another city like you niggas like to do and say, all the people in my city aren't doing it as big as somebody else, yeah. somebody in another city. You niggas are cowards. You niggas are suckers. I hate that shit. Don't even claim to be from this city yeah. if that's what you're going to do when you go other places. Don't be the nigga that says, oh, I travel a lot, I travel often, and then say, but I can't. I can't understand or imagine the plight that my people are going through. Okay. Don't be a sucking nigga. Don't be the woman that says, oh, I'm moving to Atlanta because things are different there. And then you get hoed out and come back home because you was a hoe as well. Or you go to Atlanta and, and work at Staples. Both places. So now you just have a whole car and you just have dual citizenship. Bro, I got four. I got three exes in Atlanta, bro. You hoes move down there to do nothing. My point being, be waitresses and bottle bitches. I've been serve? promoting parties since I was fucking 13. And bro said, You couldn't help the hustle here? To serve Jose Cuevo. You yes. couldn't help hustle here? Come on, you can build man. Seattle up? My point is, you don't have the heart to stand on what people in your city are doing and you don't want to help promote. I talked to Jacoby last night. Jacoby's my little brother. I helped raise Jacoby. When his mom passed, God rest her soul, I stepped up. My family stepped up. My mom, my dad, everybody yeah, within my family real. stepped up. That's my little nigga. When bro said last Last night, when he posted on online, he said, I don't have a list. I'm used to getting into places for free. I said to bro, fam, I, it doesn't matter to me. I'll pay the 15 or whatever you. it is to yeah. get into your shit. This is your joint. Right. Now, I didn't end up going because I fell asleep after the funeral. But I have no problem paying him whatever it may be. For your services, I've for told, your I've told Dave B. I've told uh, Raz B. I've told Nacho Picasso. I've told Perry Porter. Fam, I have no problem. I'm not paying the online fees, but I'll send you the money via Cash App or I'll send you the money via Zelle or however you want to take the funds. I don't mind paying for your events to support you, you. as a person. Yeah. It doesn't matter to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We live and exist within a society because Seattle is a society within a society. We live and exist in a place where people don't want to do the things that it takes to up, uplift and support one another. Mm-hmm. Stop asking for free admission to shit that you know that your people are putting Come on. on. If your people, ex- if your people have to live on the budgets and the the income that they make from doing these events, pay your fucking people. Stop being a coward and stop asking to get in for free at every Baltic or every stage because we don't have shit else now. We got shit. There's nothing else for us unless it's me throwing a house party or it's me doing a game night or it's Yvette doing her shit for. You know, New Year's or, or me and bro doing yeah, it, no, it's not that much. These niggas, really bro, I have no problem, bro. I'll cash out. We nigga fifteen bucks a piece. It doesn't matter to me. I don't care. And then on the other side of that, we have to have responsible individuals like Bankhead because Bankhead's a real nigga and he's gonna, you know, what I'm saying charge what he charges. And he's gonna throw a great event and expect you not to show up and be problematic. We have people like Famous. We have people like uh, DJ Love Jones, Terrence, and we have people like Vega. We have people I like mean, Jordan. Niggas who are doing the real work and get and earning some real coin doing great things. Niggas aren't trying to cheat I the mean, system. We, yeah. we need to be serious in the city, though, too. Is like, I mean, we can put these layers of VIP on ourselves. And, you know, I mean, you know, one day I might feel I'm like a VIP twin. I don't know my brother. But let's be honest with you, man. Like we talked about, since the Sonics left Seattle, man, it's just us. Yeah. So right. stop playing and just pay the fucking cover. Yeah. You, see, you, you, see, you see what I'm saying? Yep. Unless you really to kind of come in there and transform the night. And transforming the night means you're going to come in there and you're going to spend two, 3000 at the bar, right. 4000 at the bar. You tipping out 500 and this and that. Man, and if that's how you rolling, the promoter's supposed to kiss your ass and be like, yeah, you and man, your whole crew in here free. Yeah. But nigga, if you just coming in there 
here trying to get over on a $15 cover to sit there drinking a motherfucking Bud Light the whole night it's a movie, and everything bro. else and talk about it's VIP and everything else. Man, niggas don't need you. Stay home. Right. You know you know what I'm saying? You're not adding no value to the scene because right now where we're at, everything goes through phases, man. Some Sometimes you know you armed and ready and sometimes you re- re-upping and reloading. This is a reload scene for us right now. And let so me, we got to support each other in that shit. Let me add on to what O said right now because a lot of niggas out here like to act like they're getting money. A lot of you niggas out here are not getting money. You niggas didn't even schedule. You niggas is out here robbing niggas and scamming motherfuckers to act like you're on and you're not. Yeah, and the break, the breakdown is is like nigga, if you sitting over here getting over and then want to talk shit about the nigga who's really sitting there got life insurance on his kids. Kids got motherfucking, you know what I'm saying, Primera can go to the doctor. He working nine to five and you's a scamming ass motherfucker and you want to sit here and be like, yeah, I'm getting money. Nigga, fuck you too. <laughs> Well, I'm going to say about that topic is, my thing is, people who aren't in their respective lanes, jumping in other lanes, not with the work, not with the 10,000 hours of reputation, I mean repetition, they jump in the lane and they think that they're doing something and they think they could do it better than you, when really does, you know, hard work beats talent. Really works But the thing is though, you got to realize is that you're still going to have to work towards, you failed at basketball, great. You're not a promoter now. You failed at so-and-so. You're not, you know, people do certain things when they fail at other things, and that's not a problem do that. But be giving respect to the OGs and people who are in your lane because before you, they set that lane, they paved that way, and they made it able for you to walk through them doors and do what you're doing. And that's the problem that I have with Seattle. Everybody does something that somebody's doing. You know how I many fucking uh, people make desserts? How many people bake? You know how many people, many people promoters now make that wasn't? That you know, everybody selling plates and shit. Like, don't do something because somebody else is doing the shit. Do it because you feel it in your heart. Passion drives it. Passion drives you. You got to have a passion for what you're doing. And let me say this real fast. So this is a story I haven't told because I didn't necessarily feel the need to tell, but... Um, the first time I branched out to do my own podcast, when I was leaving the podcast with Casey, when I was leaving the Glow Up, um, you know, we was right on the wave. I told uh, Ronald Rennell, I said, yo, I want you guys to come, talk your shit with me. Can you guys come out? They drove all the way from the south end to Tacoma. There was no pay scale. We were just establishing an audience. I think it was like one of our first 20 episodes maybe. Uh, and they said, you know what, after, after the joint was done, thank you for asking us to do this because nobody's asking us to be a part of their podcast. Everybody wants to have a podcast. Everybody wants to have a voice. Everybody wants to have a show, which may get canceled, which... Let me not throw no shade, but they asked, they said, you know, thank you for inviting us on and, and having a voice, you know, and getting our opinions because nobody else has done this. And we've been doing it since we were 15, 16 years old. And obviously I knew that, but now that I have my own platform, which I'm responsible for, I invited my guys out. And I've invited every single person who I felt like was a, uh, uh, some type of trendsetter, some type of voice, you know, and all that. And I've been told no a ton of times. I've had somebody tell me that they'll never come on my show, no matter what day it is that I'm recording. And, you know, it doesn't matter what it is that I'm doing. They'll never be a part of the shit that we're building here. Absolutely fine. I'll watch your bricks fall as they fall. I'm not going to be mad at you. I'm not going to be upset at you. That's your own prerogative. Do your shit. We're going to do the shit that we're doing here. I've had my own bitch tell me she's not going to support the shit that I'm doing. So, you know, we got shit moving. We're trying to make things happen. We're trying to establish ourselves. But the people that are thankful and grateful for the opportunities that they have, coming aboard platforms that they feel like are valuable and, and have a voice and responsibility to, to the community, I appreciate y'all. You guys said you got, you're the first person to invite me in part of your podcast. When Rynell told me he went and did the podcast with those ladies out there, I was happy as hell for him. You guys have, now have a show that you guys are doing as part of a network. I'm happy as hell for you. And if the contract denotes that you guys can't be a part of this, then I'm grateful for the time that you guys spent here. I really, really am. I appreciate and I, that. And I said it from the very beginning. I want you guys to have these opportunities. Even if you can never be a part of this anymore, that's absolutely fine. 
I don't care because what that means to me is you're getting opportunities in other places. That means more eyes are on you. That's fine. I can grab somebody else to come. You know, Ethan Marshall. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'll come and show my ass as long as you guys don't get canceled. You know, I'm. <laughs> no, you got to. Uh, I, I told. I, I told. Uh, and shout out to Dave B. Man, I told Dave B. to come back and be a part of the shit. And he said, Yeah, I don't care what niggas are saying. I'll come yeah. be a part of your shit because you're my guy. You're my brother, and I'll be a part of that. That's dope. Uh, so you know, the, the people that are in our city that want to stay divisive, and, and you know, who I want to shout out Stoli. I want to shout out Stoli because he continues to do work amongst everybody. And I asked Stoli to come on and be part of the show. And even though he couldn't make it the first time he came, he said, oh, you know, whenever you need me, I got you. Yeah. Stoli, uh, Marcus Williams, Impact. Um, shout out to... Uh, Somebody give Impact a hug because 49ers just fucking lost. Give my nigga a hug. He needs a thousand <laughs> hugs. Um, <laughs> but you know what I mean? There's people within the city who know who people really are. You know what I mean? And so if you're not part of the shit and you don't feel like you're, you know, you're above the shit... And you want to help niggas get kicked out of spaces that they really should be occupying, and they can't be part of the shit that you're doing. And none of us. And you lost your show now. This. Hey, fuck it, nigga. So what? Not Who you. cares? Yeah, nigga. Dimes on a penny. Yeah. Fuck it. Well, um, this has been the sixtieth episode. <laughs> We're gonna make sure that we uh make sure you guys get the best every time we talk, every time we chop it up. The dialogue is meant to spread love, awareness, and resource. So shout out Reese for having me on the episode again. Shout out Ashley for sliding of course, through. Yes, Ashley, sir. What Thanks, are your classes? Guys. You're doing classes. Yes, classes start back up at Delridge Community Center on February 10th at 5:30. Ladies, come through and dance with me and burn them calories off for the summer bodies. Okay? I might just I might just be staring in the window. That's cool. Come through. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're all about bettering ourselves yes, as a community. Indeed. Like I said, I, I might start taking some uh, theology classes pretty soon. That's dope. The Lord might call me to do some. You know, just gotta be ready. You gotta be ready. And uh, shout out oh shout out Black Dot Media. The Factors uh, coming soon. Me and Ronell got a TV show coming called The Factors. Um, you guys will definitely hear about it. You'll get the link. You better stream it. It's going down. Dope. It's going digital. And, and I want to say that I, I hate the fact that I was speaking in such... I'm pretty dramatic, as my ex will tell you. We know. <laughs> I'm a pretty dramatic person. Um, I speak with the tone of finality. This is not the final show, obviously. We can't just go 60 episodes. It's not cheers, nigga. Fuck no. Um, but... Um, again, thank you for rocking with us. Thank you for being a part of this experience. If you disagree, that's fine. If you agree, I appreciate you. I appreciate if you if you don't agree as well. Don't read that no certain way. I'm out to the party, man. I don't work tomorrow. We have the burial tomorrow, right? Yep. I'm out to be pretty lit. Coming All in. right, so we're getting loaded tonight. Yeah. You All think right. Uncle... What? Do you think Uncle be mad at me in the morning if I come through? Nigga, I'm about to be drunk too, so I'm about to have shades on. I might be coked up, so there's that dude. Okay, all, all right. right. Well, this I'm has been a 60s episode. Have a great night, everybody. Black Dot Media, shout I'm out playing. Reese. The Reese show is amazing every time. Shout out Ashley. Shout out Reese for having I can't me. Play, I can't play I'm right. young, really. Um, we're out, cocaine? man. All right. I can't play about cocaine at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cut. Hit the switch. <laughs> Cut. Thank you, O. Appreciate you, sir. <laughs>